0: To instructions, touch if you like, welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. Oh, Featuring Lou Finnecaro. Boom. A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%, 100% Netflix. Now, it's Fight Weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event, you ready? Bring it Come on. Come on. and he's all about business, Lou Carroll
1: Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the Deep December UFC 269 version of the About Business podcast. We're down to a couple of events left remaining in 2021. And let's finish them with a bang first order of business. Thank you to all those that provided feedback last week, what you basically did for me is, is reinforce what my fine producers and green roll media partners have been telling me that we need to put our podcast out at a regular time so people can count on it. That's what I heard in feedback. That's in fact what we're gonna do. Let's move on to last week's business. We lost one fight to COVID, ended up going two and two out of the four remaining fights. We pick up one unit of measure. To date, we're 26 and 30 plus one unit. We're not setting any records, but what we're getting here is a very good idea of what a grind this whole year is. And the UFC is 40 to 44 cards a year of constant grinding, just like this. And every once in a while, there'll be a crevice or a crack where we take a 4-1 and one or a 5-0 and oh, and really help ourselves because of the fact that we rely on dogs so much. And what we try and do is always maintain a two and three, three and two, so that we can always derive a few pennies of profit, even on our least successful days. UFC 269, round one, begins right now. Round one is a women's flyweight battle between two up and coming, potential stars in the division. Miranda Maverick, 24 years old, 9 and 3, faces Aaron Blanchfield, 22 years old, 7 and 1. Maverick's had the deeper body of experience in the UFC and fought more opponents, more worthy opponents, as opposed to Blanchfield, who has the more well-rounded skill set. She's much more complete, especially on the ground, and she's going to be a little taller. And a little longer, she's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu at 22. The skill, the athleticism, and the well-rounded game go to Blanchfield, and the experience and the junkyard mean go to Maverick. What I really key in on these ladies' fights, as well, the fact that they're in the even larger cage now. This is going to be like watching two flies fight in a barrel, just plenty of room and, and a lot of zipping around. The over two and a half rounds is priced minus 300. So our friends, the makers are looking for a really tight fight, but a decision, and so am I. And Blanchfield, being a slight underdog, is worthy of our attention. But let's get greedy and break Blanchfield into two half unit bets. Currently, Maverick minus 130, Blanchfield plus 115, 118 half a unit wager on blanchfield plus 118 blanchfield via decision currently priced plus 200 if the makers are putting over two and a half rounds minus 300 we might as well try and derive a little extra value from our athlete by taking her to finish in a decision so a half a unit on blanchfield via decision so we're going to spend a unit half of it BLANCHFIELD PLUS 118, HALF OF IT VIA DECISION. THAT'S ROUND ONE. LET'S MOVE INTO THE HEAVYWEIGHT ACTION WHEN WE ENTER ROUND TWO. (laughs) ROUND TWO FEATURES THE BIG BOYS. TAI TUIVASA, Augusto SAKAI. TUIVASA, A BIG, PORTLY 264-POUND HEAVYWEIGHT FROM AUSTRALIA THAT WANTS TO STAND throw down and then when he's done drink beer with his opponent augusto sakai 264 pounds of oriental brazilian mix with a striking and brazilian jiu-jitsu complemented mixed martial arts game that i think makes him a a real threat in this fight to is a lefty he has profuse power and he really has a granite beard however his body of work is lacking the first time he was in the ufc he lost three in a row junior dos santos who's washed and undersized ivanov and spivak both beat him since he came back he beat a totally old and statuesque stefan struve hunsecker These guys are really not UFC caliber fighters. Then Greg Hardy, who is on the border of UFC caliber, and he looked good against Hardy. This Tuivasa's second time in has him training at AKA and supposedly learning some wrestling. I don't know that I really buy that. We haven't seen it from him, but we may have to see it in this fight for his opponent. Sakai is gonna be the taller man by two inches. He's a couple years older, has two inches of arm reach, three inches of leg reach, and the body of work, who he's competed with, is much more stout. Names like Overeem, Rosenstreak, even though he lost to those two fighters, there's nothing, no shame in that. Ivanov, he beat that beat to Ivasa. Taibura, arlovsky Augusto Sakai. I believe should be a slight favorite in this fight. I think he's the sturdier, more mature heavyweight fighter. And for that reason, round two will go to Augusto Sakai, currently priced minus 105 to minus 115. This fight's been a pick all week long. Augusto Sakai, round two, minus 105. And now let's take a look at round three. (laughs) Round three takes us to the main event of the preliminaries where we have a 145-pound featherweight fight, Josh Emmett and Dan Ige. Winner of this fight propels themselves into the top 12 of the division while the loser probably loses a good amount of leverage within the ranking system of a really crowded division. Ige has been the more active fighter, the busier fighter. That said, a couple losses, Calvin Cater, no shame. Korean Zombie, there may be a little shame in that because the Zombie at 36 or so years old, that happens to be the same age as Ige's opponent tomorrow night, the Zombies lost a little zip and a little bit of the luster of his game. For him to have beaten Ige was surely... A disappointment. Ige needs room space, has good legs, but he's not outstanding in any one capacity, though he's good everywhere. His opponent from team alpha male, Josh Emmett. Emmett is a legitimate top six featherweight fighter when he's active and healthy. His issue has been dynamic injury. A couple of years ago, broke orbital bones, had to stay out eight months to get those healed, and then most recently had to overcome a knee injury that kept him out for better than a year. Emmett is a power wrestler, has really strong striking. He's chiseled out of stone, got a great chin and cardio for days, as it is with most wrestlers. Emmett, six years the older man, and they're about the same size. I just believe that this is a fight that's going to push Emmett into the fast track, or at least the top six in the featherweight division, because from his fight acumen to the eye test, Emmett is a very talented player. He opens minus 220 in this fight, and he's been bet down to the current minus 150. I can't tell you how much I disagree with that move to Ige. I don't know where it came from and who it came from, all I'll say is thank you, because there's no way I'd play Emmett 220, but I'll sure play the value at minus 150. Round three's release will be Josh Emmett, one unit to win 0.68 of a unit rather than bet 150 to win 100. If we're talking in terms of hundred dollar units, I'm going to bet a hundred dollars to win 68, 100 to win 0.68 of a unit. Josh Emmett. Round three.
0: It's the holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or stocking stuffer? Proud sponsor of the Bout Business MMA podcast, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they now have served more than 4 million men worldwide. Get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code LU 20 Support the Bout Business MMA podcast, this holiday season and get 20 percent off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code lou 2020
1: and let's take a look at the championship rounds four and five next round four and five we jump all the way to the main event of the evening and we have two releases in one fight charles oliviera the champion taking on dustin poirier Really, what we have to say about Poye is that everyone recognizes him. Now that Nurmagomedov is out of the middleweight division, Poye is recognized as the champ. Even though Oliveira beat Chandler for the interim championship, Oliveira wants this fight with Poye because he's aware of what I'm saying, that Poye is the unnamed championship. He's the unnamed champion, and this fight's going to settle the championship. Now, Poirier's two fights this year, five-round blockbusters against Conor McGregor. Now, even though those fights didn't go very long, Poirier still had to physically and emotionally endure two five-round fight camps in 21. This is his third. That's a lot for a fighter. Now, Poirier's passed every test. He's been in with the elite of his division and the tougher The grittier, the grimier, the uglier the fight takes and the fight looks, the more Poirier rises to the occasion. There is no reason for us to think that he won't bring his best. The issue that I have is that I think his best is going to be tarnished by how mentally and physically straining this year has been, not only training for those fights, but who they were against, Conor McGregor. If we take a quick look at who Poirier fought before those two McGregor fights, Dan Hooker, a guy that physically resembles Oliveira in many ways, a guy who's striking resembles Oliveira in many ways, and a guy that has no ground game as opposed to Oliveira, who's an absolute elite Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specialist. Oliveira in the large ring, he's two inches of a taller man. He's gonna have two inch reach advantage, one inch with his legs, his game will be to move and control distance on Poirier and use that precision length to pepper Poirier and eventually get Poirier frustrated and needing to engage as soon as Poirier needs to engage and begins to rush or try and take direct approach to Olivier. That will signify what I believe will be the beginning of the end because Oliveira's savant submission game will grab a neck, grab an arm, grab a leg. I, I think Poirier is susceptible to Oliveira in this fight. Oliveira opened plus 130 by midweek, early this week. He was up to 140, 145, where he was released uh, by me on Point Spread Weekly as well, my webpage now. That price has sifted down. Poirier's minus 150, Oliveira plus 130. I believe this fight should be lined close to a pick'em, but we're paying a tax because everybody knows who Poirier is now because of the Conor McGregor. And you're gonna find that everybody and their mother are betting Poirier. We love that. Round four, Charles Oliveira plus 130. And to piggyback off that right into round five is the total in the fight that opened one and a half rounds minus 135 to the over. When I saw that, I should have moved immediately because I love the over there. But that number moved immediately, one and a half rounds minus 185. So they don't really want us to take it there anymore. Now, most of the totals you're gonna see on this fight over under two and a half rounds under is minus 140 and the over now plus 125 so obviously these makers believe that this fight's just going to be two or three rounds and I beg to differ I think it's going to be a stand-up bout because Poirier knows he does not he cannot and must not and will not go to the ground with Oliviera. And in the case of a stand-up battle, Poirier's durable and Oliviera has length. So this thing's gonna go over two and a half rounds, and I'll be happy to take that plus price. Currently seeing plus one twenty-five or plus one thirty. So round four, Oliviera plus one thirty. Round five over two and a half rounds plus 125 130. so in summary five rounds of fighting five rounds of releases round one is a two-part blanchfield plus 118 for a half a unit and via decision plus 200 for a unit round two augusto sakai you're going to find him minus 105 to minus 110 115 close to a pick Round three, Josh Emmett, where we're taking a favorite, it's rare. But again, the better fighter opens 220. Respect your bookmaker. Now he's minus 150. I don't get it. We're taking it. 100 or one unit on Emmett to win 0.68 of a unit. Then round four and five is the main event of the evening. Oliveira versus Poirier. We're going to take Oliveira plus 130 or better and the over two and a half rounds, plus 125 to 130. That's UFC 269's five rounds of releases. I'm gonna wish everyone luck. We're gonna win a couple of dollars, and we're gonna move into the last event of the year next week. I look forward to speaking with you all then. Good luck, and enjoy the fight. Been locked
0: into Gamble's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finocerro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to
1: the world of MMA. All the, ball, the ah! Tomorrow, goodness, that hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness!
0: It's the holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or stocking stuffer? Proud sponsor of the Bout Business MMA podcast, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they now have served more than 4 million men worldwide. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code LU 20 Support the Bout Business MMA podcast this holiday season and get Get 20% off site-wide, plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code lue 20, 20. 20.